Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the World. Welcome to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And I am super excited to bring to you in this series for Free the Dream an introduction to another amazing speaker who is going to get the spotlight on the stage at the Free the Dream conference. And just before we hit the record button today, I told Giovanna Ellison, I said, listen, you know, you're actually when it comes to all of the speakers that I've invited to speak at the Free the Dream conference, you're actually the one speaker that I have the least amount of relationship with. But I said, I want you to know that I have absolutely no less respect for you than any other speaker. And that's why I invited you. So without any more introduction other than what you're going to get through our conversation, here is Giovanna Ellison. Giovanna, how are you? Cliff, I am so honored to be with you. Thank you for doing this. It is my honor. And I got to tell people where I first heard about you, and I'm sure it's the same for a lot of people, uh, as, by the way, it's how most people heard about me through the early days. And it's this amazing man, (laughs) this amazing man, Dan Miller. Ah, isn't he awesome? He is incredibly awesome. Uh. And I, I, I can't imagine how many people's professional lives took a massive upswing when they learned, number one, about who Dan Miller was. They began to listen to his message, apply it, and then when noticed by Dan Miller and he says, wow, I think more people need to know about you, shares him with how many people do you know that their professional lives today like took this massive upswing when they were noticed by Dan Miller? I mean, it is the the reach of his impact is so big. It reaches so wide so far. And I have been I can't tell you the level of impact that he has had in my life. He and Joanne, his beautiful wife, they are just, uh, uh, you know, they are leading coaches in every element of the word. But they do so much, not just from the head, but from the heart. And that's what sets them apart. Well, the way I first heard about you, of course, was multiple mentions on Dan's podcast. Dan was talking about Giovanna, and he kept saying, Lady J, and you've got to hear about what she's doing in her coaching practice. She she came to coaching with excellence, and man, is she taking action. She is on fire. She is doing She's doing things that most people never even think about doing. And then I decided, you know, I've heard so many things about coaching with excellence. I said, Dan, I'm going to come to coaching with excellence. He says, awesome. I'd love to have you. Mm-hmm. And I, so I came to coaching with excellence is right before I was on the way out to, for my trip to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And I sat in on that coaching with excellence, not as a presenter, but I came there to learn myself. I, I wanted to learn from anybody that Dan would share his spotlight with. I, wow. I, I respect that. And I'm like, I want to sit down in the front row and I want to learn from the people that Dan's putting up here in front of this audience. And you were one of those speakers. And I was instantly a fan of Giovanna Ellison. Oh, oh my goodness. And, and here's why. 
and and because I've been asking myself this, why why did I invite Javon to speak at my conference? There's so many people that I already know and have such deeper relationship with that actually have asked me if they could speak, and I actually told them no. Wow. So so why I'm asking myself, what is it about Javon? Why did I invite her? And I will tell you, there's a couple things. Number one, your confidence level is off the charts and awe-inspiring. And so that's the first thing I want to say. And I want to ask you, Giovanna, were you born with that <laughs> level of confidence? Where did it come from? <laughs> oh, my goodness, Cliff. I was definitely not born with it. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, looking back, I have a mother who always spoke life into me. I mean, just anything that I put my hands to do, she always, even to this day, is my biggest fan, always believed in me. And so, you know, that confidence, while I wasn't born with it, it was cultivated by having the right relationships. I was so blessed to be raised around people that truly believed in me and that inspired me to go higher, to reach for the top. And, you know, I love something that Michael Hyatt says, and that's, you know, confidence, you know, comes with action, you know, and it takes that courageous action. So, you know, doing a lot of courageous acts, being correct, courage is not the absence of fear. And trust me, I felt that plenty of times, but just moving forward in spite of it. And, you know, um, realizing that, you know, through Christ, I can do all things and really leaning and depending on him for my strength. So definitely not born with it was a gift that was cultivated and continues to be cultivated. You know, I, I am a constant learner. I love like, like you, I love how you came to coaching with excellence, not you know, you could certainly teach the entire group of us, but you came as a student and I already have so much respect for you. And the fact that I knew you were going to be there, I wanted to prepare myself. I wanted to be the very best that I could be. And so, yeah, it's definitely something that I believe courage comes, confidence comes with courage and moving forward in spite of the fear someone may feel. So that, that right there, Absolutely. And I love that. Thank you so much for all of that answer. And I, and I know that if people took the time, they could go and rewind the last two minutes and they could just listen to those two minutes over and over again for the next week and not listen to it. any more podcasts, any more audiobooks. And if they would just master wow. what you just said in two minutes that there are so many little nuggets in there. It's it, the, uh, there's, uh, yes, I, we, we won't rehash it. I loved it. <laughs> I will you. go back and listen to this one again and, and gain value from it and maybe even create content based upon what you just shared. So wow. another thing that I loved is your, okay, one thing that I see that makes people succeed isn't mm-hmm. the fact that they know exactly what they're going to do, mm-hmm. but the fact that they know where they want to go Yes. They make a decision that that's where they're going. Mm-hmm. And then they immediately say, that's where I'm going. How am I going to get there? And right. they instantly make maybe one or two or three small little actions that they could take right now based upon the little bit that they know personally that will get them closer. Mm-hmm. And they take action. And, mm-hmm. they, and then they, they take more action as more of the plan becomes available to them down the road. And that's one of the things that I saw demonstrated and illustrated in your talk at Coaching with Excellence. Wow. So t- tell, do you remember the talk that you gave, the, what the purpose of that talk and what the title or the message of that talk you gave at that Coaching with Excellence? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just give us an overview of what that talk was about. Yeah, well, it was really helping to inspire other coaches to start and grow their own profitable, successful, thriving coaching business. And so what I did to help them get to that end was to share a portion of my own story and talk about how, you know, just like you said earlier with that confidence, confidence is not something that you are born with. It's something that's cultivated through, you know, right relationships and courageous acts consistently over a long period of time. And so I shared about how my rejection ended up leading to my direction for where I ultimately wanted to be in my career. And so again, I am so grateful to Dan for even giving me the opportunity for seeing something in me, even as he continues to, to this day, to help other people thrive in building their own profitable coaching businesses. So um, yeah, that talk, you know, it involves so much of my own personal story and I'm happy to share uh, a little bit later with you, depending on, um, you know, your questions, but yeah, it really centered around that and helping people to thrive financially, but also emotionally, spiritually, all those elements thrive from what they already knew or what they were already doing. So that's why I love that you're doing Free the Dream because so much of what people want to do, it's already inside of them. It just has to be cultivated. I love that. It is already inside of them. If guys (laughs) hear our voice, whatever it is you want to achieve in life, Whatever dream you have, whether it's a, it's just barely a, a glowing ember, ember that you are afraid is going to die out one day because right. it's not getting enough oxygen, I promise you this, it's never going to go away. That's right. No matter how much that dream seems, it seems like it's fragile, I promise you this, it can come alive the the fan can be the the flame can be fanned it will come back to life it will be a flame that will never be able to be extinguished and whatever you think it takes to achieve it it's all inside of you right now yes. and and as Giovanna said the free the dream conference is basically it is designed to give you an oxygen rich environment mm-hmm. for your flame to thrive Mm, I love that. So, so Giovanna, um, one of the things that I loved about the presentation is Dan had said, hey, you've taken so many steps to build a financially thriving business. I would love for you just to share some of the actions you, ta- you took. And I remember the handouts you gave at, <laughs> at the Coaching with Excellence talk. And that, I mean, it was like it was folded up and it was beautifully printed in color and it had... It must have been like five or six or maybe even seven pages of here's bullet points, just bullet points of here are actions I took that led to this financial reward. Yeah. And it was action after action. I did this. I started this. I did this. I approached these people. I did this action. And it wasn't necessarily a prescription of what others should do. It's like, listen, I'm just describing to you. These are the actions I took. Right. Exactly. And that's another thing that drew me to you, Giovanna, is that you are a consistent action taker. Wow. Thank you. So I would, I would love for you to, to step back for just a moment and share a little bit of that. So today, you are a very successful career coach. Mm-hmm. And I think you were just promoted. Dan just nominated you or promoted you to, what is it, the Dean of Coaching? Yes. In his community, his 48 Days Eagles community, yes. which is awesome. Congratulations on that, by the way. 
Thank you. But I would love for you to tell what what was life for you before you were this very successful coach? What what was this rejection that you had to overcome and how did that rejection lead you into this new path? Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, um there's something that Dr. Meg Meeker says, leading pediatrician and um, author of Strong Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. She says that through, throughout the course of her lifetime, every woman will take at least one man to the grave. And it's not her husband. It's her dad. Either because she loved him so much and, sh- and he just passed away or because he was never there and she buried him in her heart. Well, long story short, I had ended up burying my dad in my heart, had gone through a series of rejection because he he walked away. He left our family uh, and not just on any one day, but on Christmas Eve of all days. And so I knew what it was like to carry Cliff, um, you know, rejection, bitterness, unforgiveness. And I realized that if I was going to be the successful coach that I dreamed of becoming, that I was working hard to becoming, you know, I could not... I could not tell other people to do what I was not willing to do. And so, you know, I surprised him for his 70th birthday party. I had never seen my day cry, my dad cry a day in his life. And he broke down at that 70th birthday party and a forgiveness happened like you would never believe. And that was like the catapult moment where I chose to take action, that courageous action. It it was scary. It was, you know, there was fear, you know, will I be accepted? What's going to happen? I don't know. But moving forward, in spite of knowing that I had to take the first step Um, and that rejection, you know, even though he left, realizing that I had to be the first one to say, you know what, I forgive you. And I love you. And that led to so many open doors. We talk every week now. He's an amazing father. I never would have experienced the joy of knowing that beautiful relationship if I had held on to the root of unforgiveness. And so that story of, you know, the rejection to direction, that was one of the catapult moments um, that led to my coaching career. And then also my best friend passing away at the young age of 42. You know, that's why I'm so, I love what you're doing with this conference because she was 42 working a job that didn't necessarily light her up, but it paid the bills, you know, but she would come to me, we'd have lunch together and she'd say, Vana, I, my nickname, she said, I know that I am meant for so much more. I know that I really want to do this over here. And, and then, you know, I really want to do this over here. But then the cancer diagnosis came in October and she was gone, Cliff, yeah. on Chris, two months later on Christmas Eve again. And so I knew that I had to do something. I didn't want to let another person that I loved die with their song still inside of them. And so that's when my passion, my purpose just became, you know what? It's time. It's time to equip as many people that have a message inside of them to do what they were ultimately called, born and equipped to do. And so sharing that story, you know, even in that handout that I gave, I just don't talk about the wins that I had. I talk about the struggles, the bad days, the ugly days, (laughs) you know, because you've got to have a good mixture of all of that to make a beautiful picture in the end. So how long ago was this? What, like you said Christmas Eve, but how many years ago was this when your friend passed away and, and when you made that decision, okay, this is what I'm going to devote my life to. This is what I feel called to do in this world. I'm going to go after this. How long ago was that? Yeah. Colette passed on December 24th, 2013. Okay. 
And then I went to my first Coaching with Excellence with Dan in April of 2014. Wow. And, yeah. <laughs> and I, I know, Giovanna, we're, we're not just focused on the success, but tell us, what did you build within the first year that Dan keeps promoting all the time? What, like in one year after going to Coaching with Excellence, you built your business to, and I can't remember exactly what Dan said, but oh. what, what was it in one year that you did? Oh my gosh, God is so good. We we reached over the six figure mark, and um, in that year, uh, the United Nations actually recognized us as uh, well. It was just me and my assistant at the time, and and still is, but um, as for a Golden Rule Award for treating others the way you'd like to be treated, and um, you know just consistently doing things to help lead to that level of success. Okay, so I want to know who was Giovanna before this? The Giovanna <laughs> that I know today is the, which by the way, it, you're the only Giovanna I know. Yay! <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm, I have this desperate desire to know what this Giovanna was birthed out of. Like, you, do you know what I mean? Because I see the dream living today, but wow. there was a time before. Uh, December 24th, 2013, where the dream was actually stuck inside of someone else. Oh, yes. Tell oh, me, yeah. who was that person? But rewind a couple of years behind that. Who were you and what were you doing in this world? Oh, my goodness. I love your question. Um, yeah, before that time, well, my husband is a pastor. And so we pastor um, one church in seven different locations. And before uh, December 24th, 2013, um, you know, I heard and I would see my husband preach his heart out on Sunday mornings and I would see people get excited and then throughout the week they would begin to lose that momentum. They wouldn't have the clear path that they needed to follow to really execute and live out those dreams. And so that's when that hunger, that fire began to stir up in my heart saying, I want to be able to do something that sustains them throughout the week. Uh, I had moved from a little city called Los Angeles, California, to another city called Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> so I made this huge transition. I've been here now 10 years in Montgomery. I made this huge transition and it was, oh my gosh, it was an adjustment, right? I had to adjust to, you know, having a new life, you know, leaving my entire, everyone that I knew and loved back in Los Angeles, being a pastor's wife, you know, being married, living in another state. So there was a huge place of adjustment. And so before that time, you know, I said, I know that my life, I, you know, full degree, PhD, MBA, all of that. But I knew that I was called to so much more than, you know, just wearing a pretty hat on Sunday mornings and, you know, just, you know, being in that role. I wanted to redefine what first lady meant. And so um, even though I didn't know that then, so now I'm, I'm known as what's called the entrepreneurial first lady because helping so many women and men um, become the entrepreneurs that I know that um, they have the ability to be. When you, when you, did you struggle with confidence? That question, like, who am I to do this? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we all do. And especially for me, you know, I'm so grateful for my husband because I had a talk with him and I told him what was in my heart and what I really wanted to do and that I felt like God was calling me to more, but I didn't want to, you know, in that sense, you don't want to rock the boat. 
you know, there's this certain stigma that, oh, you know, just do this or just do that and you'll be fine. And some people are just content to live their lives in this one single little box. But that wasn't me. And he gave me the space and the opportunity to grow my business while in addition, you know, having all my other responsibilities, <laughs> which is a lot as a first lady. So I'm grateful for that. But yeah, absolutely. I dealt with that um, and still deal with that. But I'm so grateful to have a coach and a mastermind that helps me through it. Awesome. What would you say is today your greatest struggle? Like where you are today, obviously we all as entrepreneurs, we have our next vision, our next goals, our, the things that we want to achieve. Is there, is there a struggle that you face today and, and where do you go to, to seek the, the resolution of that struggle so that you can overcome it and move on to the next area, next season of life that God has for you? Oh, that's such a good question. You know, I would say probably mental fatigue and not... Um, the wisdom to say yes to the right things because opportunity or success attracts opportunity. And, you know, recent, what got me there won't get me to where I'm going ultimately, you know? And so I have had to learn and, you know, how to say no to what used to, I would jump at before and say yes to, and, you know, say no to those things so that I am able to say yes to the things that make an even bigger impact. And then dealing with the mental fatigue, you know, just um, giving myself the necessary breaks throughout the day, taking care of my health, you know, drinking plenty of water throughout the work, because I love my job so much <laughs> that it's so hard, you know, finding that off button is so difficult. So building in buffers of rest and time where I say, you know what, we're not checking email right now, or you know what, no Facebook for the next three hours, and just making those um, subtle shifts so that I have the mental energy to pay attention to what's being requested of me. That is awesome. What is what is one of your or one or two of your favorite things that you've been able to do in your business? Like people that you've had the opportunity to work with or just something that when you finished doing that one thing in your business, you like surprisingly you were all alone and you did like a happy dance. It's like, this is why I do what I do for a living. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. So it just happened earlier this year. Um, my mom, who God just healed of cancer, by the wow, way. Praise God. Yeah, she is truly a walking miracle. But she had been telling me for a quite a few years how her car was having some troubles and she was, you know, had to uh, get an Uber or catch the bus sometimes to get to the hospital to get her treatments. And mom is in Los Angeles. I'm here in Alabama. And I knew I'm my mom. I just, you know, she's everything to me. And I did not want her to go through that. So this past year in at social media marketing world, in fact, um, I surprised her with a car. I was nice. able to buy mom a car debt free and um, surprise her with that. So now she has transportation. She can drive to her heart's content. And that brought me so much joy to be able to say, yes, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing so that I can provide for my loved ones, pay for their expenses without having to worry about, you know, how we're going to make this end meet or that end meet that. And then also seeing the light bulb of somebody, you know, somebody's purpose. Um, woman emailed me the other day. She said, Lady J for years, I felt like I was just splashing around in the water. But after hiring you as my coach, 
I have so much focus and clarity. I know what I'm supposed to do. I have purpose. I have focus. And I didn't have that before. So it's moments like that when I say, this is what I'm here for. That is awesome. I have one other question for you. And and it's I could ask a number of people this question, but I'm going to ask it because I just have this sense that you're going to have... A, an, a divine answer that I think is going to touch somebody's heart in a very important way. And I just feel led to ask this question. It just came, it's like, you know, you know when something's prompted inside of you. Yes, so for yes. whatever reason, I feel like there are a number of people who are listening to our voices in this podcast mm-hmm. and they have this concern. This is what I want to do with my life. But there are already so many people out there who are already doing this. The world doesn't need another Mm. fill in the blank. Mm. And Javon, I feel like that you are going to give an answer that's going to answer that deep in someone's heart that's going to unlock the dream inside of them. What what would you say to somebody who says that? Like, for example, like the world doesn't need another life coach. The world doesn't need another fitness coach. The world doesn't need another whatever that is. Mm. What, what, how do you answer that question when people come to you with that concern? Yes. To those of you listening to my voice right now and you feel like that is where you are, please hear me when I say this. You are divinely important for the assignment that has been called and assigned to your life. There is absolutely no one on the earth just like you. Your unique, your unique fingerprint, your unique DNA. There is no one else like you. In fact, if you're able to, I would love for you to just look at your hands. Just look at your hands. Inside of your hands is the gift that no one else has. Now, they may have something similar, but they can't do it exactly the way that you can do it. You know, I I say something that my friend Brian Dixon said, and it's this. What, what What comes natural to you or what's easy to you or obvious to you is magic to someone else. You are uniquely talented to do what you are doing. Don't limit yourself. Don't hold yourself back because the fact of the matter is, is that there are people that are waiting on you to say yes. There are people that are waiting on you to say yes to your assignment, to your call, to your divine inspiration, whatever it may be for you, they are waiting on your gift and you matter. Yes, other people may be doing it, but listen to this. You've got to start before you're ready and don't compare your backstage to somebody else's front stage, right? Start where you are because you have such a unique gift that so many people need. And I hope that encourages somebody today to really know that what's in your hand. And I say it like this, use what's in your hand. Use what's already in your hand, the gift of inspiration, encouragement, and don't don't downplay your gift. Don't downplay your gift. That's huge. And one of the ways that you don't downplay your gift is begin to use your gift, right? Don't spend all day planning, but get out there, take action, and use your gift. I love that. I, I, I have no doubt in my mind that that just awoken something inside of folks out there. Thank you for that, Giovanna. Absolutely. Uh, One other concern I know that ruminates in the minds of people who are contemplating this big leap into the life for which they feel like they were created 
mm-hmm. this work that they feel more called to do than anything else in the world. They're just worried about all the risk that's involved financially. You know, yeah. I've, I, the one thing that I've got is the secure job, which one could argue about the security of the, the full-time employment uh, for somebody else where you only have one customer. Right. But that's not the purpose of this conversation. But this, there's so much risk. And what they see from their perspective are all of the examples of people who went out and started a business and seemingly worked night and day around the clock and never made any money and it failed. And not to mention the disaster that it left in its path, you know, mm-hmm. in, in, in wrecked marriages, uh, de- you know, destroyed family relationships between the, the father and the children or, what, or the mother and the children, whatever the case, all of that stuff just complete. It's like there's so much risk, much of it due to the fact that those who took the leap had struggled with mindset issues when it comes to how much money is appropriate or is it okay to make and stuff like that. They struggled with what's called a mindset of scarcity. They didn't even know what that word is maybe. Right. But, but the thing is, is they're real, these people are really struggling with the risk that's involved. And I think that risk is always going to be there. That's right. That's right. Risk is going to be there. Mm-hmm. But that risk, I'm an in, I, formerly, I'm an insurance guy. So, yeah. so I know all about risk mitigation. So, yeah. so you want to you want to take steps to mitigate the amount of risk that's involved. Mm-hmm. You'll never eliminate it completely, but you can you can mitigate or reduce the impact of risk mm-hmm. by taking a few steps. And one of those things you can do, you're going to talk about at Free the Dream. So, I just want you to give a hint as to what you're going to be speaking about at Free the Dream in September. Sure. Yeah. I love what you said about there, there will always be risk and there will be. But one of the things I love is that, you know, um, man said, come to the edge and the little, the the little one said, we are afraid. And he said, come to the edge. And they said, we are afraid. And he said, again, come to the, come to the edge. And they came and he pushed them and they flew. And so there will be fear involved. There will be that risk involved, but you've got to come to the edge and you'll fly. So, um, yeah, part of the thing that I'm going to be talking about is really that mindset of abundance thinking, realizing that there is enough to go around for everyone and how when you change your mindset, you can change your life because so many times we allow what's in our thinking to limit our reality. But if we can simply change the way we think, and it's a, it, it takes time. It's a matter of habits. It's a matter of implementing the right practices, saying the right things to yourself, even when you're by yourself, so that you can start to believe that. There's an app called Think Up that I love to use where you say your positive affirmations to yourself every morning. You know, after I have my prayer time, I've got my earbuds in and I'm listening to that. Or you can have, you know, hire someone to say it for you where you hear that to your yourself. You've got to speak what you want to see. And so part of what I'm going to be sharing is how an abundance mindset is quality key. And it's a quality key to stirring up the gift that's inside of you. Because if you can change the way you think, everything else around you will begin to change. You get what you look for. If you look for the bad, you'll find it. But if you look for the good, you'll find that too. 
That is so awesome. Giovanna, there are already a, a plenty of people. There. Matter of fact, as we're recording this, or this or, there are only nine VIP seats left to the entire conference, which Great. is awesome. Uh, but there are some people who are listening. They've been hearing week after week the introductions to the speakers. They've been hearing me talk about this event ever since I first decided I was going to do it back in September. But they're right now today on the fence thinking about going over to freethedream.live and and hitting the button to reserve their seat today. They're on the fence. They haven't quite made that decision. Giovanna, why should they go and do it right now? Uh, Do it right now because action takers are the ones who get results. Not thinking about it, not saying, oh, let me check just a few more things. Take action and invest in yourself. You are the greatest investment you will ever make. And being around like-minded people like Cliff, like everybody that's coming to this conference, it will change your life because being around people that have an abundance mindset and that want you to succeed, that want you to thrive, that want you to go to the top and will help you get there. Those are the kind of people that you want to be around. So I would absolutely do it. It's going to be one of the best investments you've ever made in your personal growth. Wow. That is awesome. Giovanna, thank you for being who you are and showing up in the world in the way that you do. I'm honored to call you my friend and even more excited now after this conversation to know that you are bringing your heart, your soul, your gifts, your talents, your expertise, your experience, and all that you are and that God created you to be to the stage this September at Free the Dream. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cliff. It's been an honor. Well, there you go, my friends. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. And I don't need to say anything more than what Giovanna just said, except to just say, go today, freethedream.live, freethedream.live, click that button, reserve your seat today, and we will see you in Franklin, Tennessee.